Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the Great Transylvanian Bite-Off, where we're pitting seven brothers and their sister against seven vampires, and, and Van Helsing's there, and Van, and Van Helsing's got a son now, and there is a Dutch woman with them, and somewhere in the middle of all that is our Evan and I. I'm Daniel Kunkel. And I'm Evan Morkal. And today, if I mean, if you couldn't guess it... <laughs> You're just not paying attention. We're talking about the legend of the seven golden vampires today. 1974 hour and a half long movie. This was directed by Roy Ward Baker and Che Chang, it says on the IMDb. And uh, he's apparently uncredited, which not good. Uh, but rude. we've got we got Don Hewton, who has written the screenplay. This is starring Peter Cushing as Professor Lawrence, apparently. <laughs> they decided to do a little name change here uh, as Lawrence Van Helsing. We've got Robin Stewart as his son, Leyland. Excellent name, Van Helsing. Uh, we've also got David Chang and we've got Han Chen Wang and we've got John Forbes Robertson for a 30 seconds, minute Very and a brief. half minute and as half. our Dracula. Yeah. What a blast this movie is. It really is. The opening scene alone, you're like, okay, I yeah. know what I'm getting into. Yeah, absolutely. We should say this is a this film is a is a joint venture between. Um, it was filmed both. Uh, it was filmed in Hong Kong, correct? Yeah. It was filmed. Much of it was actually filmed in China, shot on location, which is a rarity for one of these movies, especially one that was filmed in the 70s. Oh, yeah. really, really cool. Um, it's not. I was joking about this with Daniel. It's not the prettiest, uh, serene, most serene setting, but it lends a really fun sort of like campy authenticity to the whole thing that I think ends up being a really, really fun movie. Yes, absolutely. The AV Club called this film flawed but enjoyable, adding, quote, it's pretty much as ridiculous as it sounds, but there's something inherently entertaining about makeup splattered vampires, distinguished British actors and martial artists squaring off in a periodic eruptions of kung fu fighting. <laughs> I love it. I think yeah. it's great. Um, this is also Peter Cushing's last Hammer Dracula film. Wow. Which feels significant. It would feel it more significant, I think, I think if we watched this in order. Yeah, absolutely. I was but, explaining the show to someone and they were like, have you seen like how many Christopher Lee's have you gotten to? And I was like, not a lot. And they were like, oh, which ones have you watched? And I explained the ones that we've watched and how we haven't watched any of the notable ones. <laughs> And he was like, that's an interesting way to do it. And I was like, that is a word for it. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> word to describe it. You know, I think it, it really does go without saying for the two of us, but not for most people, that Peter Cushing is one of the most important Dracula movie actors there could be. He's Absolutely. played Van Helsing in some iteration. Is it like a dozen times or something like that? Isn't it? I, he's probably played it the most out of any actor. It's I'd incredible say. how many times he ends up playing Van Helsing. And I think he sets the standard for like what we expect the older British gentleman doctor that has kind yes. of a dark side. Ha, Star Wars joke. Um, that's, and I think that's why they changed the name 
Mm-hmm. I think that's because it's like the book version. This guy is so far removed from book yeah. Van Helsing that it's not even really worth considering them the same character. Yeah, absolutely he's a scholar. Not. He's a he's a very like studious British man. I shall go and, and read my books over my tea. He's that <laughs> sort of guy. Yeah, absolutely. He's not the prepper that that we love so, so dearly. Yeah. And, you know, in some ways it ends up working out well, because as we've talked about, one of the funniest things that we get from Van Helsing is in these movies is usually the least accurate ones are the ones that portray him as like the hunter. He's tough. He's grizzled. He's out there battling the odds, you know, and this Van Helsing kind of touches. He's he's both not accurate, but he touches back to the roots in the way of like, this guy's just, he just knows his stuff. Yeah. He is here to give lectures at the university. Like, that's literally the entire reason why he is in China, is just to talk about this stuff. He is not here on a hunt. He is not here to track down Dracula or anything like that. And I kind of like that. It feels like a more truthful uh, version of him. So the plot of this movie is really, really straightforward. Uh, as we mentioned, there's this, I think, a really great opening scene where it's Transylvania. It's 1804, we learn. There is a man who comes to Castle Dracula and he calls upon the spirit of Dracula to rise from his very ornate, very good looking <laughs> stone tomb. Very nice. And this man is Ka. He is a monk and he is he calls himself the high priest of the temple of the seven golden vampires. Very, very good. He tells Dracula, he's like, Dracula, listen, man, me and my homies, it's we're losing power. Nobody's afraid of us. We need you to come over to China and help us out. And Dracula's like, absolutely. I do need your body. (laughs) So I'm going to take that. And we get. I would call it overly long, but I'm sure to some people it's an enjoyable length transformation scene yeah. where Dracula becomes Ka. He takes over his body. And Ka's, then Ka, Dracula, is like, awesome, let's do it. And he just <laughs> walks out and then the title sequence starts. And it's a good eight minute scene, mostly yeah. because I think it's actually a minute and a half of Dracula just spinning in a <laughs> circle turning into Ka and Ka's also turning into a circle. It's great. But it's a cool little setup. It's an interesting premise of like, there are other vampires out there in the world. They mm-hmm. acknowledge Dracula as head honcho. Yep. And they come to him for help. There's a lot of potential in that setup, I think. I agree. And it's also cool that Dracula's trapped in his castle. Like- yes. Look, Van Helsing's an old man, but he's not old enough that he's already defeated Dracula in this universe. You know what I mean? Like this next, there's quite a time jump between Dracula meeting this man and where the rest of this plot takes place. And it's really cool that Dracula is already sort of trapped because you know that he's using this to his own benefit too, right? Like he's getting out of there. He's already, it's like a little mini escape movie to start off with, which is really fun. Yeah, I'm a little confused about the timeline. Yeah, because it's 1804. There is like a subheader that you can see that says 1804. And then at least according to Wikipedia, I I was under the impression that the beginning was taking place like after the book Dracula, like a couple of years, maybe even a few months after it. Wikipedia, though, claims that it is a century later. 
I had that side of sort of timeline in my head too for some reason. Um, I didn't. But they actually, say that Van Helsing has beaten Dracula. That's a good point. They do. They, they like do have conversation. Yeah, like conversation. That's why they come to him. Yeah, that's true. So the timeline shit. Unclear. Um, unclear. Vague. Great opening yeah. scene, though. That's just great pretend opening it says scene. 1854. 1854. 1890. We can set it in yeah. 1904. That's fine. I think yeah. it's just then that this is very. Anyway. Uh, as you said, Van Helsing is in China. He's just on a lecture series. He's it's, just going around to different places and talking about vampires. He explains the legend of the seven golden vampires, which is that there is this cult who live up in the mountains in rural China and a farmer's wife was killed by one of these vampires. I mean, a lot of wives were killed by these vampires, but one particular farmer was his wife was killed, so he takes off this medallion that the vampire is wearing, which are excellent. They're these big <laughs> golden bat medallions about a foot long that all the vampires wear. I'm gonna get and you one he, for your birthday. They're so they're so ridiculous I and over the top. Would love that. They're awesome, guys. <laughs> they look they just look great. It looks bad and it in in a really fun way. And the vampire yeah. makeup is a lot. I I don't really understand. Are they wearing a mask? Is that their skin? It is so much. It's a lot. It's like too much. I think, though, if you shot this just a little bit differently with a little bit more shadows, I think it would really work something special. I agree. It's it, they just kind of give away the trick a little too much. It's just a yeah. little too bright in some ways. Well, it's the problem with horror kung fu. Because mm -hmm. with kung fu movies, there's a lot of wide shots. There's a lot of static shots to really show off the skill and the technique that the martial yeah. artists are doing. Whatever martial art they, they are performing in the movie. There has to be these static shots. There's not a lot of Hollywood cuts to avoid the fact that a lot of times it's an actor who's been given a couple of moves to do. Like a lot of times they are. And all the actors in this movie, the seven brothers who we meet eventually as are like, what would that be? tertiary through yeah <laughs> whatever seventh <laughs> protagonists are um they are like hardcore martial artists and they look yeah. awesome but with that comes the you've also got to show the bad guys for a really long time yeah so that's where it falls apart a little bit but van helsing's basically laughed out of the room by all these all these other chinese scholars who all are just like you think vampires are real? And he's like, yeah, I fought one. And they're like, yeah, you fought Dracula. Okay. And he's like, no, I really fought Dracula. And they all just ignore him and they stand up and they all walk out. Very polite, but very firm. And it's very funny. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyway, so he finishes telling this legend about how the farmer uh, rips the medallion off. One of the vampires has died. Again, it's kind of unclear. Is this... Is this before Dracula has been brought in? Is this after? Yeah. Is this why they go and get Dracula? It's it is extremely unclear. And not in a good way, I think. No, it, it's as much as I do like that opening scene, some clarity on just the series of events is helpful because at first you just think he's retelling the legend. Um, of, you know, this is why the world knows of the seven golden vampires is because of this one story. 
Yeah. But everything that happened in what we see is real for him, for this story. Yeah. We meet the body of the deceased vampire. We see where this goes down. Later yeah, on like we movie. see all of it. The body is still there, however many hundreds of years later. And we do establish that. So after everyone leaves, there is one guy remaining who walks yeah. out of Van Helsing and is like, that was my grandfather. Um, he was he the farmer the in the story. Yeah. So we've established that there is there's some history there. And it's real life events. And then later on, we will see the body of the vampire and we will see the necklace mm -hmm. um, hidden around. A, it's a, is it a Buddha statue? Is that what it is? It's a, it's a jade Buddha statue. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's how they ward off the vampires, which is interesting. That Excellent. Like, there is some really, it's not even, I wouldn't even call it like a bold decision. There's just some very obvious changes they make. Yeah. It's great. It's and great. The, the lore wise, they make sense. Um, the, unfortunately, I think the rest of the movie kind of spirals out of control at this point. We basically learn that this guy, Ching, has it's him, his six brothers and their sister. Mm -hmm. They are now trying to kill the six golden vampires because one of them is yes. dead. They they, um... they called them the seven, but one's dead. Well, there's there's the I didn't do good in math, but <laughs> there's Vanessa Buren or whatever her whatever, whatever her name is. So she's you nailed they it meet, exactly. Did I? Yes. Yeah. Vanessa they, Buren. Yeah. I remembered Vanessa. Um, they meet her at I don't know. What is that? Is it like there's a big party that Van Helsing goes to with Ching and with Van Helsing's son, Leyland. And it's just yeah. like a bunch of Chinese diplomats. And also there's Vanessa, who's just a she's a woman traveling the world alone. And she's yeah. Swedish. Yeah, exactly. So they, they meet her at this, time at this party. Parties, you know. Yeah. One of these uh, older Chinese men tries to like proposition her when she says no. He tries to kill her. And Van Helsing and Van Helsing's son, because they're the ones who like came to her rescue. And then Ching shows up with his brothers and sisters, saves them all and immediately is like, well, OK, we did you this favor. You want to come help uh, burn down the temple and, uh, you know, save the save the village since we helped you guys out? <laughs> I guess that's a fair exchange. <laughs> it's like I saved your life. Now come and save all these other people. Spoiler alert. They really don't save that many people. No, the vampires aren't a threat. They're ne I don't think they're clearly built up enough as a threat to the world. I agree to the world. It's, it's really a small village. I mean, yeah. it's a tiny village. Yeah, there's like we see it at the end. There's like 40 people that live there. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe you could make the argument that like they would be bigger, but the vampires keep taking them. But like. I'm sorry. It does not take very much for 40 people to get the hell out of there. No, right? it uh, especially because we see the ritual of the vampire being yeah. kidnapped, kidnapping women. They kidnap seven people at a time. Yeah. So like. like math again, I'm not good at math, but I know how fractions and taking things away work like it's just not going to be anybody left eventually. Yeah. His C. I don't know how to say it. HSI is the family name. Seven brothers, one sister, 
a, this is a video game setup. They each specialize in a different thing. So it's Ching awesome. Is, Ching's really good at martial arts. He's got two twin brothers who they both use swords. Another brother uses an axe. The sister is an archer, I think. Yes. No, no, no. One of the, the, the One sister of the is also an archer. One yeah. of the brothers is an archer. It is. So they do. They all do their own. So wait, swords, martial arts. It's definitely two swords, martial arts, axe. Axe, because the axe is great. Bow and arrow. The axe guy is so cool. Oh There's my god, sister. he's just got comically large, foot across, double double sided axe. It's, it's so is there cool. Guy, is there one with a club? There's, I, there's probably one with a club. I think, I think there's one that has like a full on spiked mace. It's awesome. I think a couple. I think three of them do martial arts. I think Ching, his sister, and another brother do martial arts. They that just right. do punching and kicking. Again, very cool. Very good. Yeah, looks great. Um, All the weapon work in this is actually really fun. The weapon work is great. When we see the vampires fight, there's a there's a good scene later on in the cave. It's a great, great fight choreography, actually, especially because it's in this era where cameras couldn't move. So they would just pick a high spot and set the camera up and you can just watch for like minutes yeah. of people just throwing down. And it's it's, it's great. very great. And uh, we get this, yeah. we, they do this trek across uh, China's uh, mainland, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's really quite boring until they come across this cave where they jump in and we get this really great, they think they're safe in this cave, right? They yeah. think they've established that in here, we're good. Well, no, 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 my friends, <laughs> because our vampires can transform from bats, all right? They start out on the ceiling. They get this wicked transition from bat to man. It's it's kind of a lot. Um, it's, and a then bit, the, it's a bit much, but it's very clever because and you notice it the first time you're like, oh, they kind of like made that bat fly behind the thing so that you couldn't see it transform. And they do yeah. it with all of them. They all get all very clever ways to hide transitioning from bat to person. It's cool. And it's very cool. When we tell you that these vampires this temple has hordes of the undead at their disposal. I mean, I really don't know how they all came from one little village because there's a lot of them. It's again unclear when it's a vampire fighting and when it's just like a ghoul slash yeah. zombie thing. Zombie. But it's very cool that either way they're at the control of this temple. And I like yes. that. I That's, love the idea of it because, again, it feels like a video game. It feels like a Castlevania game. Van Helsing gets recruited by these awesome martial artists to go and they've got to fight seven vampires and then they face Dracula at the end. Yeah. And it's in China because of because just why not? Because why not? That's uh, cool. That's a Van cool Helsing's, movie idea. Van Helsing's son, who is like, for the most part, kind of useless. Dude, uh, Leyland sucks. Like Leyland's really not showing off well here. But he does fall in love with uh, the sister. Um, there's that course, whole plot yeah. line. Um, and then, Very of course, unclear because you think he's going to fall in love with Vanessa and he does not. And Vanessa falls in love with, um, what's his face? With Ching. With Ching. So, look, we got a, we got a, love, a lot of love going on in this one. There is this trek through China where people fall in love is most of the movie. It yeah. is long not excited this is not lord of the rings trekking through the wilderness these are just like it's a hill and every once in a while you get a good like wow 
oh my god china's a beautiful country my look at this unique yeah. unique landscape most of the time though it could just be a hill in vermont like you it literally just know. looks desolate like it is the most like there's not even interesting colors going on mm. here it is brown like <laughs> i wish the movie had relied more on the chinese actors i agree because the few scenes that like i think I think Ching is up there with Peter Cushing. It's like order of magnitudes of the performers. Peter Cushing, Ching, the two brothers who have swords because they have no dialogue, but you know instantly who they are because yeah. you see there he's like Ching literally does like a and this brother does this and this brother does this and he hands around the fire to show what they each do. These brothers are like kind of scuffling a little bit. And then at one point they're <laughs> just both like meditating over their swords and you're like, yes, they're awesome. Awesome. But 70% of this movie is walking through very nondescript wilderness. Yeah. Um, some of that lore stuff we mentioned earlier. There's some really cool scenes of like, they're all around the fireplace and they're talking about the weaknesses of vampires. And Peter Cushing is like, in the West, the vampire is weak to the cross. Here, I don't know, but they're probably weak to the statue of Buddha. That's cool. That really makes cool. sense. I like really my cool. vampires not all being eurocentric very yeah. cool very cool he talks about like fire kills them stab them through the heart get rid of the heart is his main thing yeah which we see puts a great effect when they do finally meet the vampires in the cave they've done their awkward transitions ching has no weapons because he is the weapon and peter yeah. cushing is like remember the heart and ching just does like a jaw and he punches him through the heart and he kills one of the vampires that way it's awesome. It's great. Uh, they kill four of the vampires in the cave? I think so. A lot of those vampires go down in that cave. It's not hard to kill these vampires. I get the sense that they're just kind of a like whoever the next oldest vampire is. You know what I mean? Like if if one oh. vampire goes down, like <laughs> it feels like it's just like, all right, who's next up, Jimmy? Jimmy's like 20. Okay, give it to Jimmy. Like, you know, like yeah, you can go fight them. Cool. I think this is we talk. I mean, we talk about who is your vampire fighting. You're facing eight highly in shape, highly trained martial yeah. artists. You don't stand a lot of a chance because these vampires are all very old. And yes, they can do bats, but very slowly, very slowly. They're ambush predators, and as yeah. soon as they ambush, they realize they're in a martial arts film, and they're like, shit, the camera's not Fuck. moving. We can't hide. <laughs> they are just <laughs> screwed. Um, they killed four of these vampires, and then we get to the town. Yeah. And a pretty cool, like, Seven Samurai-esque moment of, like, they getting the town ready to mm -hmm. defend against the remaining vampires, because they know Dracula's here. They suspect yes. Dracula's here. Yes. But they're like, we got to deal with these three vampires first, then we can fight Dracula. And we get just a pretty cool final fight in this town. Again, if it sounds like we've skipped some plot stuff, we haven't. They wander the wilderness. They talk and camp. They talk for so long. Leyland tries to flirt. It's not good. It's not good. No, the sister smiles at him and Vanessa's like, that means sh she wants you to help her with the chores. <laughs> She's like, I think in their culture, it wants to, to help them with the chores. And Leyland's <laughs> like, uh, hey, baby, how you doing? Let me help you with the dishes. It's terrible. It doesn't um, work. This is one of those movies where the story is good. 
the plot, what actually happens in the movie is not. Not good. This is, of all the movies we've seen, I'd want a remake of this. Yeah, absolutely. I want a cool, would... cool remake of this movie. Or just like a TV show where it's it's Van Helsing going to different countries and being recruited by like that. So like in this one, right? It's a lot of martial artists. They're all maybe a little bit monastic. He goes to Japan. He gets recruited by samurai to help them fight more vampires. He goes to Denmark and Vikings recruit him to fight vampires. You can spin this out into a whole franchise. The Vikings are still going around. The Vikings are. Well, no, they'll be like descendants of Vikings. Uh, okay, who, cool. Who, they follow Viking the vampires. Viking vampires. That's how they've been around so long. Okay. Now we're talking. Uh, Big final fight in the town. Couple of cool moments. Uh, yeah. Vanessa gets bitten by a vampire. Oh no. She bites Ching, who comes to help her. Ching, though, he's he's too stoic. Yeah. He's too committed to the cause. He throws her on a broken tire spoke, stabbing her. But he realizes that he's been bitten himself. What's a boy to do but stab himself on the same tire stoke yep. boke that he t- stabbed his not really a girlfriend with? Pro and he kills move. them both with the same stake. Respect to Ching. Hell yeah. Metal Hell as fuck. yeah. Um, but Ching's sister, her name is Mai Kuei. We've never said it this whole podcast. Don't worry about it. She gets captured by the last vampire. Peter Cushing stabbed once through the heart with a torch. Kills it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I think the archer kills the other one. I think so. Peter Cushing is not the most helpful fighter during this sequence. He's a thinker. He basically stands back and is like, all right, you guys go forth, kill as many as you can, and... Most of them die, it must be said. A lot of the brothers die. A lot of the brothers die. And a lot of the townspeople die. They get in on the fight, but in the end, I feel like he only saved like maybe 15 people. Yeah, it's not a good ratio he ends up with. No. Um, but Mike gets kidnapped, taken back to the temple. Dracula's gonna suck her blood. Uh, but Leyland's gonna finally do something. This movie uh, and Van Helsing follows with like the three remaining brothers. I think I think <laughs> I think the swordsmen survive and I think club boys survive. Yes, I think you're right. But um, I was really sad when the Axeman gets axed. Really sad. Oh, man. Axeman was my guy. favorite. Archery guy, I think, was my second favorite. When the archery guy runs up along the wall and just starts taking him out from afar. I had this Excellent. moment of like, I'm sorry, did, is Peter Jackson a fan of this yes. movie? Because they did it first. <laughs> I would love it if in some interview, Peter Jackson was like, oh, yeah, our biggest informa- influence for Legolas was uh, Legend <laughs> of the Seven Golden Vampires. <laughs> and everybody was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but uh, the vampire is about to suck her blood. And then Van Helsing jumps in, kicks the vampire into a vat of acid that they just have in the middle of the sacrifice <laughs> but chamber. It, uh, but this, it's also... The excess blood tends to pool in there. We saw that earlier in the movie. I do uh, not Richard. understand what's in this pot. Because here's the other thing. It disintegrates the body, but also all the liquid goes away. Mm-hmm. So you see Bones that are left. you get a really cool, actually, 
the shot of the skeleton in there at the end is kind of gnarly. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, a that good was pretty I, cool. Again, it's a cool final setting. I kind of wish instead of the like make a fortification of the town, they had had an attack on the on the temple where the vampires are. I agree. I think there's a lot more exciting opportunities there. Yeah. Um, but that would require having an interesting set piece and not just a generic town in Vancouver. Um, That's true. Again, this whole movie was filmed in China. You will not know. Um, <laughs> it there is... are some really great fight moments, too, in the village. There's in particular, I'm thinking of the one mm. where one of the golden vampires is fending off like what, like eight villagers at one point, And you get that really cool uh, shot from the that zoomed out to get that wide shot of it. And you're like, all right, villagers getting in on it. Golden vampires kicking their butts, though. Like it was that was kind of cool. Yep. Um, so. All the brothers and um, and uh, Mike Way all leave. They're like mission accomplished. Leyland has a horse that he stole earlier. He's really glad. Good. About it. I guess. Good job, Leyland. Is it one of the vampire horses? Oh, is the horse a vampire? Horse? I was just going to say there's no way oh, this no, temple takes care of its horses. Mm hmm. That's a vampire horse, I think. All right, that's pretty cool, Leyland. A couple points for you. You stole yeah. a vampire horse. Or maybe like undead horse. What does a vampire horse feed on? Other horses? Other horses. <laughs> Why does the vampire bat feed on people then? That's a great that's a great point. Is it God, mean? can you imagine getting chased down by a vampire horse? <laughs> <laughs> That I think is more dangerous than a regular vampire. The idea of a horse who can teleport and just like <laughs> kick you in the head. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know, horses are the most dangerous animal on the planet. I'm convinced. I think it goes horses and then great white sharks and then humans. Hippos. And, oh no, sorry. On, Crocodiles and alligators are in there somewhere. Hippos got to be in there. Hippos can go above anyone. Anytime movies are like, we're hunting the most dangerous sport, man, absolutely liars. Cause it goes horses, alligators, crocodiles. I'll meet you on hippos. Cause I do think sharks get a bad rap hippos, then sharks. Can I just throw something in there? Vampire horses. Yes. <laughs> Moose are really terrifying too. Okay. You Moose ever seen are, one? Moose and elk are very scary. They're I've encountered huge. one in the Utah desert. They are horrifying. They are huge, man. Apparently at one point, <laughs> Moose were one welcome of the leading to, killers. Welcome to Moose talk. <laughs> welcome to Moose talk. Did you know that in the great state of Alaska, Moose were like the third leading killer you, last year? You can tell Evan and I are actors who've been trained in dialects because anytime <laughs> the opportunities say Moose with a Canadian Moose comes up, we take it. Sorry, you were telling a Moose story. More people in Alaska are injured or killed by Moose each year than bears. Oh my God! What? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many people? I I need, I'm looking for a number. Come on, Alaska.gov. Give me a number. Alaska.gov. I know you got the number. <laughs> how many moose are killed? How many humans are killed by moose every year? I just want to say that one of my favorite questions on here is: Is is it okay to feed moose? <laughs> I don't know why that is so. Amazing. No, they don't eat. You know this. What if a moose is obstructing my way? Is there a way around the moose? If not, be patient. The odds of wow. dying in a moose-related accident are 1 in 200,000, or 1 half of 1%. That's not zero. That's not zero. That's not zero. That's a lot of moose. Dude, listen to this quote. Yeah. Give it this is about a moose. 
As he charged me, I emptied my gun into him and he never stopped. I ran for my life and prayed I was fast enough to not be killed in that moment. He trampled the team, he's talking about a dog sled team, and then turned, turned for us and charged us humans who sought refuge behind our machine. He stopped a mere two feet in front of our snow machines. Ain't it funny the things that we demonize, like sharks who are like pretty tame, and yet everyone's like, I love moose, they're so cute. This dude's out here sounding like a killer. She said the attack lasted for nearly an hour. Oh my god. Oh really? That kind of yeah, makes sense. that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Anyway... Van Helsing stays behind. Dracula's there. They have a pretty boring fight, and uh, Van Helsing kills him with a spear. Yeah, and that's the that's the movie. That's there's no there's no wrap up. He just kills him. Done yeah. and done. I've got some interesting details from the Wikipedia. Okay, this film premiered in Hong Kong, July eleventh, nineteen seventy four. It premiered in the United Kingdom, October sixth, nineteen seventy four. However, the American version. Cuts out 20 minutes of the film's footage and soundtrack and loops several remaining scenes to fill the running time. That's why it feels redundant. Oh. Because they literally just looped footage. This makes me feel so smart because we were just talking about how this movie feels like what it wants to be as like a 55 minute TV movie special on TV. Like that's what it feels like it should be. It does not feel like it should be the hour and a half or whatever it is. That okay, makes this so is crazy. Sense. For the film's release in the United States, it received a sneak peek screening in November 1975 at the famous Monsters of Filmland convention in New York City, which included attendance by Michael Carreras and Peter Cushing. It received right. wider distribution in the United States in June 1979. Oh my God, it's like five years after it That's came out in Hong Kong. huge difference. By Dynamite Entertainment with a 75-minute running time and was retitled The Seven Brothers Meet Dracula. Again, that implies we know who the hell the Seven Brothers are. Under the guidance of Michael Carreras, an original edit of the film eliminated Dracula. But Carrera stated that, stated that the film was too short, so Dracula's character was reinstated. In the film, Dracula has the ability to assume another person's appearance, an ability that was removed from Hutton's script for the satanic rites of Dracula... Oh. and reused in this film. The film was not a box office success. There was a planned sequel to be titled Kali, Devil Bride of Dracula, which was to be filmed in India, called it, but it was never made. I want that. Who was that guy on Dracula 3D, the producer on that? I want him to make oh. that movie. <laughs> Who's your guy on that one? Sohan Roy should do this. Come on, get Dr. Version. Roy in there. Dr. Sohan Roy, please, if you're listening, we need you to do. Kali, the Devil Bride of Dracula. Any remaining thoughts about this movie? Um, it, it, this feels like one where a remake is actually warranted. This feels like a story that actually has a lot of cool elements. It's the first time we've seen him in a Dracula movie. Um, it does a good job at being an entertaining movie that has Dracula in it without being focused around him. He's really yeah. just a side player in it. Um, and I don't mind it. Um. I understand why he was cut from some edits. You yeah. don't need him in the movie. You don't need him in the movie. The most compelling part of the movie is A, the recruitment of Van Helsing, and then B, yeah. the showdown. Um, that's yeah. by far the best part. And I think you cut Dracula and you kind of build into the lore of how vampires are different here. And you figure that out more. And I think then you got something cooking. I think you've got a compelling little movie, and I think there's someone out there. I'm sure that there's someone out there who wants to try and do a kung fu horror film. Yeah. This this feels like it's got some potential. It does. It does, definitely. 
Um, shall we rank him? I was just going to say, it's time to rank All him, right. I think. Humor and charisma. I think we can count the the other version of him. Not like We can't count just Dracula because he's in it for five minutes. I agree. Less than five minutes. Humor, charisma. It's hard to get a re- read on this one because mm-hmm. we, we really don't get a whole lot of him in any sense. Mm-mm. But I'm going to tell myself... He's got a sick sense of humor. If he's like, nah, you see this this town of 40 people? Guys, how we build up our fear is just by not letting them get any bigger than 40 people. Okay? If there's any more population, they're not going to care about you. But if it's only 40, we're powerful. So That's a that's sign a- of humor to you. Amongst Draculas. <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough yes amongst draculas it is um, i think really the question is is he gonna outscore the bat okay that's what i really am here i don't for. think so i do think he's i think there's a charisma level he is very commanding yeah absolutely i'm leaning towards a two yeah i think a two seems fair i think it, it also is worth noting that our monk guy travels all the way from china to transylvania just so he can talk to Dracula about how to up their game. In the early right? 1800s, that's not an easy uh, no. that's not an easy adventure there. That's a long journey. And mm-hmm. also, there's something really funny that Dra- about the fact that Dracula is like, all right, I'll help you. By the way, you're mine now. Give me your body. <laughs> Fashion sense. Again, counting all the... Ver- we're counting all the versions for everything. Okay. I don't think our guy looks good in this one. No. He, he's got a little bit of the Party City vibe going on. Yeah. Right? Uh, now, I think the other costume actually ups his game a little bit. Got some colors I think going the on. Robe, yeah, the yeah. monk robe. That's looking good. That's nice. So I think this that balances him out a little bit. And sure. I think maybe we can say he reaches the, the four range. Oh, goodness. Th- okay. Three and a half, maybe. I think a three and a half feels that feels right in my head. Let's revisit it after we've gone through some other scores, though. I like that. Intelligence. Yeah. Pretty good, I think. I agree. Not too bad. I'm six, 6.5? Yeah, I think this has to be the high point, given that he gets out of his prison, right? Yeah. And I'm not convinced he's dead in the end. I'm convinced the other guy's <laughs> dead in the end. Dracula's just like, you know, ah, darn, another body gone. Yeah, like so. that body's gone. But I think that I love this idea of the spirit of Dracula is constantly chained to his castle. I really thought that for a brief moment, they're going to give us a shot of his spirit escaping and going into Leyland or something like that. I really hoped they were going to, because otherwise yeah. I was like, what the hell's the point of Leyland? I agree. I agree. Um, combat score. Not great. Not great. He loses to Peter Cushing, who we yeah. spend the whole movie really building up as pretty bad. Like, very pedestrian. Yeah. Uh, I get the feeling I could take this guy on. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Uh, this feels like a 1.5 to me. I'll agree with the 1.5. I think he's slightly above dra- Dragon Lives Again. Yeah, slightly. Yep. Um, shapeshifting? Not too bad. He can take over yeah. someone's body. He can take over someone's body. And we know that Drac- we know that vampires in this universe can turn into bats. I think it's I think we can safely assume he can do a bat. Yeah. Like a f- Four? Yeah, I think a four. Maybe a 4.5 because I feel like taking over someone's body is pretty original. So the far. body possession is very cool. Um, that is what I wanted to bring up for miscellaneous, though. Yeah, I, that's a good point. It is or, really. Or 
What I think we can build up. I think this is the first time I've gotten a sense of Dracula as a real global presence. That's a good point. That's a particularly very good in point. regards to other vampires. Like he's got a reputation. That's a really good point, and it's clear that they respect him and seek out his advice. You yeah. know, he's like he's the elder sportsman of this this vampire world, and they're ready to to talk to the grandmaster. Well, Peter Cushing, I believe at one point says Dracula is the king of vampires. I think you're right. I think you're right. Which is pretty cool. That's really cool. It's impressive. I, I think it's worth a seven. Yeah, I'd like a seven. A seven maybe seems a, right. Maybe somewhere in an eight. We can revisit it. Yeah. Yeah. Grand entrance? Grand exit? I'm inclined to the entrance because I do think there's a lot of uh, production that goes into it. We've got smoke. We've got the straight. I love when people, when Dracula straight up rise out of the coffin. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They like hinge up on their feet. I love yeah. that look. It's very Dracula to me. I totally um, agree. I think the entrance. What are you thinking? You know, I, I'm just seeing that 3.5 for Dracula 3D, and I'm feeling mm -hmm. like I like this entrance more. Uh, I like this I, one more. And I like the castle. The tomb is great. They set the stage really well. It's a um, great set piece. It's the probably the best looking set piece in the movie, which is sad. Yeah, which is sad. I see a four seems too high to me, yeah. but I could see him being in the 3.75, 3.8 range. I like a 3.8. I, I really want to give major credit to this entrance. Like, yeah, he doesn't he himself, the outfit, the look doesn't look good. The whole thing comes together in a pretty exciting way. I I felt like I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, a book bonus. The book happened. That's true. Oh, that's a really good point. But I guess the book you have happened. to say the book happened. That said, though, I, I don't think that should be worth a whole lot. Yeah. I, I think mean, we've seen other Draculas have that. Like, so what? So I think this is very much. Well, now we gave the Batman versus Dracula four for that. Yeah. But I think that one even felt somehow felt more stuck to the book. We saw all of the events that happened in the book played out in that one. Very fair. And this one, that's not really the case. We just kind of have to assume it happened. But if we assume it happened based on the timeline we got at the start of the movie, it happened in the wrong time. Yeah. Also, Van Helsing's name isn't Lawrence. That, great point. <laughs> great point. Bring him back down to a 2.5 for it, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that seems right. I think that seems right. 2.5. Anything we want to go back and adjust? This is feeling all right. This feels all right. I mean, I think we can safely, we see this number around 31 a lot in that low 30 yeah. range. And it feels like that's where we settle in. It's like, this is an average Dracula in an above average movie, maybe. And that that's, feels fitting to me. That's just where so many of them belong. Yeah, it really is. It, it, I, I feel bad about it, but that really is where a lot of these guys deserve to hang out. Yeah. And I mean, what I think what it says is when we have somebody who's significantly higher, or significantly lower... There's yeah. usually a, two things that they really pull ahead in. You know, yeah. I think you and I are quick to be like, this guy's funny. This guy looks great. This guy is a great fighter. And if Very you true. don't nail those three, it's really hard for us to look at you and say, you deserve to be higher than a lot of these guys. As with every kind of movie and any kind of entertainment, I'd say, bad 
is always better than bland. Yeah. Because bad gives you something to talk about, something to remember. Yeah. Dragon Lives Again. I'm going to remember Dragon Lives Again before I remember this, I think. Even though this is better. I agree. I'm going to remember the rest of the movie better, but I will remember the Dracula from Dragon Lives Again crystal clear because it's horrendous. It's the it's the worst we've seen. And as you said, this movie feels like it should be more like a here's 50 minutes of Van Helsing getting recruited to go hunt down some vampires in China. It does not feel like this is a Dracula movie. The choice of having him have a son is so bizarre to me. That's got to be he's got to be a bigger deal in the cut 20 minutes. I agree. Totally. I want to find the we watch this on YouTube. You can find this for free. Totally on YouTube. I want to see the Hong Kong edit, though. Yeah, I'm now fascinated. 20 minutes. Hong Kong edit. Yeah, I agree. That's That's a lot of movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, overall, not too bad. It's free on YouTube. I was just going to say, this seems like the right type of movie to be like, you know, I I don't I don't partake in the anything (laughs) fun. (laughs) <laughs> but this feels like the right type of movie to be like, all right, me and a friend are going to get high and we're just going to like sit down, watch this on double time and go to town. You know, just I'll agree yourself. with that. Well, what do you want to watch next week? The train never stops. That's it doesn't. Not until we get to 100 movies. Um, OK, look, I could be down for just about anything. I'm not going to lie. I want a good one. I did. I was just going to say I did see. A really cool clip clip from the recently edited version of the first Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee Dracula movie. Okay. That just seemed like straight Dracula. And that looked really good. It was like like the twenty it was like the twenty fourteen edit of it where they cleaned everything up and it looked really cool. Do you so you want to go back and do which one was that even? I was just gonna say, I don't know which Christopher Lee one it is because there's a lot. Okay. Horror of Dracula. Yeah. That's what it was known as in the U.S. Dracula 1958. 1958. Let's go back to the beginning. I love it. Let's do it. I mean, we were just talking about how we, you know, we haven't gotten through a lot of these Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing ones. This, this is like the OG one, you know, in many ways. So I think it's time for us to have like a straightforward old school Dracula story. 100%. Yep. And uh, this is directed by Terrence Fisher, who also did The Mummy and Curse of the Werewolf. Yeah. So we've, we've got some... This is like a tested director. Um, yeah. This is, I think this should be fun. 82 minutes, quick runtime. Yep. Hey, this one made 3.5 million at the box office worldwide. That's not bad. This is, I think, I've never seen this one. Neither have I. I've never seen this one. I'm really excited to kind of see why everybody is like Christopher Lee's the Dracula. Because this clearly was, this, this was the reason why everybody said he was the Dracula. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think I think it's time we give him his due, you know? Absolutely. We've watched a yep. lot of bad Christopher Lee. I'm excited to watch a good one. This portrayal was ranked seventh in Empire Magazine's greatest horror movie characters of all time. I mean, that's that says a lot. Now I want to go and read the whole list. Just How say, are you going to leave the show? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to harness the power of the seven golden vampires into a royal chariot, have them all turn into bats. I'm going to tie them all to a Santa-style sleigh, and I will fly off into the moonlight. How about you? 
very thorough. I, I, it came to me as I went. It, I could tell you were making it up, but I didn't care. You I was know, just along for the ride with. Thank it. you. The the ride on Santa's death sleigh, as it would Santa's be. Santa's death case. sleigh, absolutely. That's actually uh, the next movie. <laughs> Santa's. Santa, Santa and the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. We're not watching. We're not watching the thing we just talked about. Watching. We're now watching Santa's Death Slide. I'm gonna ride away on a vampire horse. Yeah, there it is. Do you do you want to hear the top ten best horror creatures according to Empire Online? Yeah, absolutely. These are the best horror movie characters. Number ten, Father Marin, Max von Sydow from The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Norman Bates from the original Psycho. Hell yeah. Some contentious choices on here. Damien okay. Thorne from The Omen. Oh, really? He's the little that kid. High. It's dude, you'd be blown away. Uh, Christopher Lee's Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, uh, Boris Karloff, the original. Okay. Uh, Mike Myers from Halloween. All right. All right. Peter, everyone's favorite character from Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy-eight. Whoa. I guess. Okay. Hannibal Lecter, Anthony Hopkins. Sure. Freddy Krueger. Great. You want to guess who number one is? Who's number one? Um, um, well, they're not going to have two vamp. I was just going to say Bella I'll should be in there, but it's not going to be him. Give me a I'll hint. I'll give you a hint. Give Doctor a hint. Strange. Oh, um, Ash. Is it Ash? Ash. Yeah. They gave that to no. They gave that number one. Bruce Campbell's number one. This, this is it. If you want a funny little read, check this movie out. R.J. McCready is number 11 from The Thing. Okay. Bub I don't know. <laughs> from Day of the Dead is 12. Okay. Ed from Shaun of the Dead, Nick Frost's character, right. is above Jack Torrance, Leatherface, uh, Clarice, Jigsaw, Ripley. I'm offended. This is an insane list. That's insanity. There's no fucking We've way. We've got Reagan from The Exorcist, followed by Rosemary from Rosemary's Baby, followed by Quint from Jaws. Followed by Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, hey, Empire, this is a bad list. Empire, you can do better. Also, Pinhead, like, Pinhead's below Reagan? Really? We'll see you next week for Horror of Dracula or Dracula 1958, depending on which version you watch. Good night. Good night.